what really is going on here when Avram and Sarah arrive in Egypt and Avram insists that Sarah introduce herself as his sister instead of as his wife. <clears throat> and what happens, and as a result, Avram says, Leman ye tavli I'm looking forward to the um, good things they'll do for me on your behalf, and they'll let me live in your merit. Huh? Did, did Avram just say he's going to sell his wife to Paro in exchange for money? And that the good news is that he's going to walk away rich? Does that even sound even slightly logical? Does that even sound like something, anything that we can fathom <coughs> in any way, shape, or form about any decent human being, let alone about Avram, our initial patriarch? I don't know how you answer those questions without learning Chassidus. It's another one of those that I'm not sure what you'd do with it if you didn't learn Chassidus. So Chassidus explains that we have to understand all of this on the mystical level. What's really going on here is, I'll try, I'll simplify it. Avram, as we mentioned yesterday, has departed from his father Terach in order to be able to have a truly, uniquely Jewish experience. That's why he left Terach. And what is uniquely, what is unique about the Jewish experience? The unique about the Jewish experience, ask anybody who knows anything about Jews and Judaism, knows that Jews at least claim to be a light onto the nations. Even the most secular of Jews, not very religious, loves to quote that, that we're a light onto the nations. And as a result, that's why we become so involved in various social programs and <coughs> social justice activities, etc., etc., throughout history, we're always on the forefront. Because our job is to be a light onto the nations. And that's absolutely true. But being a light onto the nations means that it's our obligation to elevate the sparks of godliness in the world. The Noahides are instructed and were instructed from the start to live a godly life by following the seven Noahide laws, which basically, to follow along with the theme that we had last week, is the epitome of the Tzadik and Pelz. The righteous person wrapped up in his fur coat, etc., etc. A Noachide has an obligation to be a Noachide. The Noachide does not have the obligation to go out into the world and bring Hashem's message and, and teach the world to be Noachides. On the, on the contrary, the Jew is the one who has that mission to go out into the world and teach the Noachides to be Noachides. It is the Jew who has the mission. To elevate the world, to transform the sparks that are hidden in this world, to take the physical and make it into the spiritual. The non-Jews don't have that mission. Their mission is to live godly lives, to bring godly light into the world through the fulfillment of their mitzvahs. And so this being 
Second to Lechlecha, leaving. So the first thing is, Avram has to leave his father's house. Because that requires from within him a paradigm shift in the way he views himself <clears throat> vis-a-vis the context of how he sees the world. Yes, his father Terach has become a Balchuva, but his father Terach is just a Noachide. He, by contrast, has to become a Yid. He has to separate himself from Terach because now it has become his mission to elevate the world around him, transform the sparks from the mundane to the spiritual. Lech Lecha, the beginning of this week's Parsha. <coughs> Travel away from the regular Noachide way of life and become, quote-unquote, the beginnings of what would be a Jew transformation of the world. He comes to the land of Canaan, and of course he brings along with him as an that we mentioned yesterday, right? That were those were the souls that he had already converted to see things his way and to follow along with him. But now he comes to Eretz Yisrael and he finds a famine. What really is the famine? The famine is that at this point in time in history, that's not where you belong. The famine is the lack of sparks that you need to work on. And Avram understands that he has to descend. All of these are microcosms or, or, or micro-experiences that our patriarchs go through <coughs> in which they feel a duality. They are trying to pave the way for the revelation at Mount Sinai, even though by living post-Sinaic lives, in a sense, but they can't really live post-Sinaic. Why? Because Sinai didn't happen yet. (laughs) They're trying their best they can to live post-Sinaically, but they can't. Ultimately, because there hasn't been signed there yet. And in that sense, they're stuck in a catch-22. <coughs> and we'll see that as we progress through the Book of Horatius and the experiences of our patriarchs. This experience was, Avram Vinu was going into Mitzrayim, Erva Sa'aretz, and he says, okay, this is my first stop. I've done the Lech Lecha, I've separated myself from the way my father has lived his life, I now know I have mission in the world. Now he comes to, and now, and now he knows, okay, my first stop is Mitzrayim. We're going to have to, at least at the minimum, soften the sparks so that subsequently when B'nai Yisrael would enter into Egypt, they'd be able to achieve, they'll take with them 202 sparks on their way out. Soften the sparks to that extent. <coughs> and to the extent excuse me, and to the extent that he can even currently extricate some of the sparks, achieve some transformation, he's going to get to work. And he looks, where where does that happen? So the relationship the Zohar says of Avram and Sarah is Neshama and Guf, Or and Keli. And the elevation of the Keli is done much more through the Keli, the vessel, than through the light. And so he looks at Sarah and he says, Ah, you're really where the energy is. 
you are the one that can bring you're the one that can you're the one that when you go into Pharaoh's palace to the extent that we have the capacity to elevate the sparks of Egypt right now ultimately it's going to be you that has to do it I'm counting on you to finish that job we can go down together I can be the inspiration but in the end you're the one that has to make it happen and in fact, that's what Sarah does. She enters into Pharaoh's palace, turns it around, elevates the sparks within it to the point where Pharaoh says, go. Take your wife and go. Because you've taken all the sparks you could take from us. And that's really what's going on over here. It's an elevation and a transformation of the sparks. What's the takeaway? <coughs> the takeaway is obvious. We have great tzaddikim throughout the generations, and we have, of course, the Nasi of this generation, the Rebbe, who has inspired us and inspired us and inspired us and sent us to Egypt, whether Egypt is Brentwood or Simchamanaka or Bangkok or, or, or South Korea or soon to be Chabad of Gaza. The Rebbe sent us the sorrows, the bodies, the physical bodies, and the Rebbe says he's, gives, he's given it over into our hands to finish the job and bring the Geula. So today, every one of us should look at ourselves and say, yes, Avraham is Avraham, but I am Sarah. And I have to finish the job. I cannot rely, I can't turn to Hashem and say, Hashem, you have to send us the Geula. I can't even cry out and ask for the Rebbe to intercede on our behalf and make it happen, we ourselves have to make it happen. We have to make it happen by adding time in the study of Torah, for real, by coming to shul regularly to Minyan, by putting mezuzahs on our doors, keeping kosher, using the mikvah, <coughs> putting on film every day, giving tzedakah and having Avis Yisrael, by reaching out to others and inspiring them to do the same. We are the sorrow that has to extricate the sparks. We are the ones upon whom every generation and every tzaddik and every righteous person and in fact, Kivayachal, Hashem himself is waiting for, counting on, and saying, counting on us and saying, only through us can we make it good, so to speak, even for Hashem. Only through us will be able to be chayis, an additional measure of light into the world. So let's go out and do it. Let's finish this job once and for all because this is absolutely no way to run an airline and we should merit immediately to see through that one more mitzvah, the one more person, the one more thing, the one more act, <coughs> we'll merit to see the absolute revelation of Mashiach, the Gula Mitzvah Shlema, Gesundheit and Freilichheit with protection and safety of our hostages, safety of all of our soldiers, safety of all of our brethren and sisters throughout the world, with the revelation of Mashiach, that should happen now. Amen. L'chaim.